0: so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. For many Christian authors, the dream of writing a book is born out of a troubled past. Maybe you've overcome addiction, or you've experienced great tragedy, or maybe you were bullied and harassed as a kid. Whatever the case may be, today's episode of Publishing Secrets is designed to inspire you to believe that your story is worth sharing with the world and that it's so important that despite your past, you continue to believe God and dream big. That's why I'm so excited to have Uh, Verna with us today. Uh, She is a living, breathing example of what it is like to overcome, to make the decision that your past will not define you and that you instead will use it as motivation to achieve even greater things for God and for the world. So I pray that as you listen to Uh, Verna share her story and the journey that she had to go through to get ready to share her story with the world, that you will remember that God has a plan for your life and he wants to use you to reach others. So dream big and allow him to lead you where he desires. You never know what might happen, the impact that you could make, When you put your trust in him enjoy. Well, Verna, welcome to the Christian authors network and to publishing secrets. I'm excited about this opportunity to talk to you about the journey that God has you on. Uh, I have admired what you have been doing since we first met last year. It's my pleasure to sit down and talk with you today. And have the audience over here a little bit about your story and how you are partnering with God to change lives. So thank you for making the time to be with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are definitely someone I admire, and I'm so excited to be able to share this time with you and speak to your audience and just share a little bit about what God is doing in my life in the hopes that it can bless someone else. So thank I you so much again for giving me the platform to share.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's our pleasure to, to do so, you know, this community, the Christian authors network and this podcast, the publishing secrets podcast is all about encouraging and inspiring others because this journey, as you know, is not always an easy one. There are ups, there are moments that we love and we celebrate, and then there are challenging moments where we have to remind ourselves of why we started this journey uh, in the the first place. So I just know that that people are going to be blessed because you've been so transparent um, about your journey. And I just believe that someone listening to us or watching this today is going to get just what they need. So Verda, let's do this. Let's start with your why, like what brought you to a place where you decided that, that something needed to change, not just for you, but for others. Talk to us about the mission that you are partnering with God to achieve.
1: So for me, this has been a lifelong journey and it's taken me, um, this long to get to a place where I am ready to share. Some of the things that I've struggled and challenged with my whole life, I have been for my whole life, what's considered an overweight person, an overweight child, an overweight teen, an overweight adult. And so for me, a lot of how I handled that meant that I just kind of went into a shell. You know, I just became, you know how people dodge bullets? Well, I didn't dodge all the time. I just kind of allowed bullets to hit me and then I would allow them to penetrate. And then I began to build up this core or this shell around my heart and around my soul. And what that meant for most people is, you know, they saw the outside me. They saw this outside persona of Verna who was confident and who was kind and who was loyal and dependent. And, you know, all the things that I wanted people to see about me that they couldn't see because they were so busy seeing the outward surface, you know, so I perpetrated that I was strong. And, you know, I was, you know, impenetrable. So you could, you know, insult me. You could bully me. You could, you know, do whatever. And you know what? Vernon was going to be okay. That is the persona that I lived with for 51 years. And, well, let's say 50. I, I turned 50, Coach Tam, and I was just tired. I was just so tired of the mask and the facade and, you know, just always being there. For people and and recognizing and understanding that until I was able to 100% authentically allow people to see who I was, they really couldn't be there for me. And it was funny because I spent my whole life being like, well, I'm there for everybody. Nobody's there for me. But people couldn't be there for me because they didn't know what I needed because I wasn't being real with them about what I needed for them and what I needed from them. And so there were so many dreams and so many things that I allowed to just fall by the wayside because. I've been dealing with low self-esteem and, you know, things that I heard other people say about me that were just, you know, cruel and, you know, I just couldn't get over them. And then people didn't know that because, you know, on the outside, it looked like she's fine, but on the inside, I was dying inside. I was hurt, you know, I was emotionally scarred, I was traumatized. And so dealing with that pain, but then also the pain of what I had allowed myself to begin to believe about me, you know? Because it's one thing when people are telling you you're not good enough, but it's another thing when you yourself don't believe Mm -hmm. you're good enough. And so I was dealing with both. So it was like a double whammy, you know, and I had been trying to walk through and navigate through all these things for so long until God was just like, and I I was saved, which is really cool, which is really weird because I was saved and I was walking with God, but I hadn't allowed God even to infiltrate Mm -hmm. into that area. You know, even with him, I was keeping him, you know just out on the outside and not allowing him to even get inside. And I just remember God saying to me one day, like, you know, when am I going to be allowed to pierce that, that wall? You know, you've got to let me in there so I can heal you. And then as he was healing me and as I was walking through this journey, he began to birth my purpose. And I recognized that there's so many people out there who are dealing with the same thing. And it may not be because you're overweight. It could just be, you know, for, for whatever reason you have low self-esteem or you feel like you're not good enough or, you know, you have fear or you doubt your gifts and your talents for whatever reason. And God was saying, those are your people. Those are the people that I need you to share your story with. Those are the people that I need you to help. You know, just like I'm here walking with you through this journey and and mending you and making you whole again and, you know, healing your heart and Mm. dealing with this emotional trauma, just like I'm doing this for you. They need to know that I will also do that for them. And so that's my why at the very core I just don't want people to feel like they can't do what God's called them to do because we're all birthed with a purpose, right? We're all birthed with this thing that God uniquely places us here on earth to do. And we spend so much of our time trying to measure up to what God has told us we're going to do, you know, but the wonderful thing about God is he's already given you what you needed to do it. You know, when he thought of you, when he formed you in your mother's womb, he already placed it all inside of you. So you don't have to seek it like you're good enough just right now where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you never change another day, if you never, you know, get another self-help book, if you never, you know, do whatever, you're good enough right where you are and God just wants you to to tap into his healing power, his lead- his leadership, his guidance, his direction so he can train you and teach you to walk into your purpose fully. And quiet all the negativity that you're hearing. You know, quiet the negativity from other people quite the negativity from yourself, you know, I, I liken it to a, a mirror, you know, like for me, when I looked in that mirror, I used to say what I wanted people to see, you know, even for my own, for myself, it was yeah. so weird because I wasn't even being rude myself. Like I would look in the mirror and be like, girl, you're great. You're wonderful. You're, I didn't believe any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't believe any of that for a long time until God sat me down and was like, no, you're going to be authentic about who you are and what you're struggling with and allow me to heal you. In order that you can then go and heal other people, and that that's my why, Coach Dan.
0: Hey, Amen. It, it's so powerful, though. You know, just you sharing. I, I just believe that people that are listening to us right now, they can identify with what you just shared. You know, wearing that mask, being afraid to mm-hmm. let others in, that fear of judgment, yeah. uh, or or taking it even a step further, the fear of rejection. If I mm-hmm. allow people to see who I really am. Will they wanted. still love me? Will right. they still like right. me, right? right? So then it becomes a self-preservation thing. Oh uh, yeah. I want to keep these people in my life, so I've got to keep up this this yeah. image that isn't really me.
1: Yeah, it's the ultimate level of people pleasing. Mm. You know? So you, you begin to create this vision of yourself, you know, for me being overweight, I was so intent on not allowing that to be a negative thing. So, you know, it was, you know, my weight is not going to keep me from doing anything. I'm not going to, you know, not participate in things. I'm not going to not be the smart girl. So for me, it became Verna is this in spite of the weight. Yeah. But the weight was the thing that was crippling me for the longest time. And so I didn't allow people to even see the real me because I just wanted them to think, look, she, in spite of this, she's going to be good. And I thought, by being, you know, cool and and funny and helpful and loyal and dedicated and committed that people would overlook the weight. And that's what I spent my whole life doing. You know, I became the ultimate people pleaser so that people would not focus on my weight, or at least I thought they wouldn't focus on my weight, but they didn't even really need to do that because guess I was so focused on it. Like it was, <laughs> but the thing was, is that I refused to allow myself to even do the simple thing of learning how to eat healthy or learning how to change my weight because it was just one more thing that I had to think about because I spent all my time taking on all these other things (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I was so overwhelmed with all the other stuff like Mm -hmm. being the hero for everyone around me so overwhelmed with doing that that I couldn't even focus on what I needed to do to be healthy for myself Mm -hmm. so yeah so for me it was about being the ultimate people pleaser and you know, the mask is, it was there, but it was about, you know, let me just pretend to be this other person in hopes that it will be enough for them to overlook what I feel like is, you know, the crutch for me, the thing that is the worst thing for me to deal with.
0: Hmm. Wow. And as you've shared, you know, everyone's story is different. So Mm -hmm. it may be something else for someone else that is listening with us. But I think so many people can identify to, hey, I have this thing, or I have this experience. I even think, was it Paul about, about the thorn that he had decided right. exactly. And we're all so focused on the thorn. We're exactly. also focused on what we think doesn't measure up that right. we lose sight, that that's not, it doesn't define who we are. Right. It, it is something that we deal with, but it, it, it doesn't define who right. we are. And it right. gets us off the course that God wants us to be on. But I'm so thankful that you had that aha moment and maybe right. somebody that's listening to us right now is having that aha moment hearing your testimony of wow all of this time i have been trying to get people to look at this over here so that they don't right. see this <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah and then the funny thing is most people recognize it anyway like you know you may think people don't really see it but they yeah. see it you know yeah. they they recognize you know we do a lot of things when we're in pain you know uh, we talked about the thorn in the side the thing is with the thorn is like if you don't treat it it begins to get infected, Mm. and for me, you know, I couldn't leave, you know, all of those hurtful things, and all that emotional trauma, and all that, pain. I couldn't keep that away from God any longer, because it was getting, it was beginning to infect the rest of my life. It was affecting my attitude. It was affecting, you know, how I thought about people, and how, you know, I dealt with people, and how I even dealt with myself, and my loved ones, and, you know, you you there, I don't want to talk get too much into bitterness, but that thorn, when it, a part of that infection could become, could be becoming bitter, you know? And so I spent a long time, Coach Tam, just, you know, operating in a spirit of bitterness,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: but I didn't see any of that until I allowed God to say, mm-hmm. girl, we got to walk through this process of healing. And let me show you the things that I need to weed out. You know, let me show you the things that I need to take out so that you can be the woman that I'm calling you to be. And for me, I just, it became I could not do that. You know, when you have a real relationship with God, there's going to come a point in time where you understand that you can't, he can't just be surface. He has to be your everything. He has to be your all in all. He has to, you can't continue to operate with God on the outside and not have him fully walking on the inside. You know, once you open your heart up to the Holy Spirit, he's going to change some things. He's going to get inside there and wreck house, so to speak. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, so, yeah.
1: So you just got to make sure you're open to, you know, I just wanted to be better. I mean, just to be completely honest, I got to the place where I'm like, God, I just want to be the best version of me that you created me to be. And, and that meant allowing him to get in there and just completely heal and make me whole.
0: Mm. You know, I, as I'm, I'm hearing you say that, you mentioned something a bit ago about not even being able to see that these were things that were going on inside of you. And that that's the, the interesting thing about all of this, right, is we can be in our journey with God. Mm-hmm. We can be going along every day. You had gotten to age 50 and just... Mm-hmm the clarity of mind to actually see who we really are and the things that are really holding us back. It's, it's a tricky thing. It it doesn't happen as soon as we would like for it to happen, but thank God, as you have shared uh, the Holy spirit, if we are open to uh, will arrest our attention. And sometimes Verna, sometimes he uses people. He uses people like you to come alongside and say, Hey, Hey sis. Hey bro. uh, Listen, I, I see some of the things that I struggled Mm -hmm. with in you. And sometimes we need that that messenger uh, on earth to help us to see what we couldn't see before. And that's why I'm excited about the the book that you've written and how it ties into this mission. So let's talk a little bit about, share with us the title of the book and what you're hoping to accomplish through it.
1: So the name of the the book is Living Big, Bold, Inspired, and Gifted. Shattering the looking glass to release the greatness within. And for me, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about how we sometimes look in the mirror and we, even in the mirror, I mean, we see a reflection of ourselves, but even when we're looking in the mirror, we can sometimes not be honest about what we really see. So, surface, I mean, you see the outside. And so, for me, this book is about me sharing my journey of overcoming my own self doubt, my own fear. Um, my own pain to really tap into the gifts, skills, and talents that God has instilled in me to just live my purpose and do life in a big way. And I really wanted to play on the word big, because for me, this journey is not about being big, but about living big, you know, And, Mm -hmm. and God in my healing journey helped me to see, you don't have to change a thing. If you never lose a pound, if you are 100 pounds or 500 pounds or 600 pounds, it doesn't matter. It doesn't keep you from living your best life that i wanted you to live. Of course, we wanna be healthy, but for me, it was about the weight. Now for somebody else, it may not be about the weight, but they could be paralyzed by self-doubt or paralyzed by fear or, you know, and that and could come from any number of, of, you know, background things or things that they dealt with in the background that hinder them from believing that they can be what God has called them to be. And so my book is about sharing my journey of how God has worked with me to overcome, you know, paralysis analysis and fear and doubt and, you know, my own negative perceptions of myself. And that's the thing too. Like, I think when we're victimized or traumatized, we spend so much of our time focused on who did what, you know, they did this to me and why was this done to me, but we don't take the time to figure out, you know, our part and what have you done to yourself? Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to have an opportunity to share my journey in the hopes that someone who's going through the same types of things that I'm going through would have encouragement and would know that they're not alone and, you know, would be able to walk through the same process that God sent me through because, you know, what he's done for me, he'll do for anyone because he's not a respecter of persons. And so Verna doesn't have, you know, like, you know, she doesn't have a trademark on what God can do in your life. So, you know, he's he's out there ready for us to go on this amazing journey to be all he's called us to be. He's just waiting on us to take the first step. And sometimes taking the first step is the hardest thing. So I'm hoping that by sharing my own story, it will encourage somebody else to get up and say, you know what, let's start this journey. Let's go on this journey. And then also, I really wanted to inspire people to understand the value of the journey. Because a lot of times people make people feel bad that it didn't happen in a week for you. Or, you know, it took seven days for me. Why did it take seven days for you? You know, that kind of thing. And for me, God really shared with me through this process that, you know, healing, deliverance, walking in your purpose, don't despise the value of the journey. And so it took me about 10 or more years to write this book. And, you know, that's really weird in a culture that says, Write a book in 30 days, self-publish yep. in 90 days. You know, that's really strange to hear, but my book grew with me. It matured with me. It grew through things with me. And I intentionally wanted it to do that because, you know, this journey has been, it's been a roller coaster ride, Coach Tam. So yeah. I wanted to be sure that I was able to authentically share with my reader how that journey was for me and you know so i've lived through a lot of the things that my readers will read about you know i was writing about it as it was happening and i think that gives an authentic tone to you know my journey cuz i really want to encourage people that you know no matter where you are in your journey you can start you can be 50 you can be 40 you can be 70 it doesn't matter the key is just to get up and start
0: you know as you were talking about how you were writing your book one of the things that struck me that you said is that you were writing it as you were going through it. So, someone that's listening to us right now, you may be working on a project, or you, or maybe God has given you an idea for a book, and maybe you can identify with some of the things that Verna said. Well, I, I, I kind of wanted to get it done within this time frame, but what mm-hmm. if, what if God is challenging you uh, more to document things mm-hmm. as they are happening versus being, you know, kind of obsessed with a timeline? Maybe, just maybe the way that God wants to use you is different, right? There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with getting a book done in 90 days, but that doesn't mean that that's the only way to get there, right? Right. Some people, the path, the journey will look differently. So let's talk about this a little bit, Verna. So it took about 10 years for uh, the initial seed to come to be. Talk to us about what that journey was like for you Once you realized, hey, I'm going to put all of this in a book for the world to see, was there any hesitation around sharing this?
1: Definitely, definitely. And let me back up a little bit and say, like, I've been an avid reader for my whole life. So my grandmother was uh, an elementary school teacher who taught me to read when I was three. And I would go to the library and I would, you know, check out 20 books a week because it was a way of escape for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I didn't do a lot of friends because I was again an overweight child who was bullied or whatever didn't have a lot of friends didn't go a lot of places books became my way of escape so I knew that I always wanted to be an author I didn't know what I would write and how that would happen but what happened was I began to journal about my pain you know just I just remember going through something and just be feeling like I don't have anybody to talk to just crying in my room feeling so broken and so alone and just was like, you know what, I'm just going to write about this. And so I started to journal about what I was feeling. And then in the midst of my journaling, you know, it began to develop into, wait, I can just use this experience mm-hmm. as the foundation for my book. And I began to pray about, well, God, I've always wanted to be an author. What do I need to write about? You know, what do I want to share and why do I need to share And so God began to birth, you know, the book, the premise of the book, the foundation of the book and what I would share. But I will say again about the journey, the journey for me was the healing process. And so it took that long, Coach Tam, a lot of times because um, when God would rip a scab off or something (laughs) and then, you know, we would work through healing and, you know, dealing with the emotional trauma, it was tiring sometimes, you know, it was, you know, I'm like God. Okay, we worked through this. I need a break. You know, mentally, I'm not ready to move forward into this next level of healing and this mm. next layer of deliverance. So give me some time. And then, you know, and God would be like, you know, He'd be like, okay, you know, we can take a break for a minute. And then He'd be like, look, tap, tap, tap. Are you ready? You know, <laughs> it's to get time back to move to forward <laughs> <into> the, right, <laughs> exactly. Time, let, let's go on to this next gab that we got to yeah. deal with. You know, let's mm-hmm. unearth this next gap, let's heal this next scab that you've hidden, you know, away for so long. So for me, the journey was about walking through the emotional healing. And so, you know, as I walked through a piece of healing and God, you know, revealed something about myself that I may not have liked, or, you know, that I didn't want to necessarily, you know, put on paper. And he was touching me on my shoulder and said, nope, you got to share that because yeah. you need to be vulnerable and people need to read about your journey. And, it can't be all rainbows and you know, pot of gold. And, you know, they gotta see the pain and they gotta see the truth and honesty of what you're going through. And I think that's why it's t- it took me so long to just get to the place now where it it was really like almost like the birthing experience, the labor experience, mm-hmm. labor and delivery. So, you know, I feel like I've labored with this book for years and years and years. Have God walked me through getting me to the place where I'm now ready to openly share about my journey.
0: Yeah. It takes time. And and even once you got to the point where you had healed through a lot, uh worked through a lot of the situations and God had healed you. Uh I I wonder if if there was still even just a little residue of oh, yeah. I'm going to put this book out there and oh my gosh, people are going to read this. Yeah. And what are they going to say? What are they going to think? All of yeah.
1: that. Yeah. And and a lot of it is because, you know, of course you have people who've known you your whole life. And you're just like, really? She was going through that, you know, just who was she
0: <laughs> yeah. all of
1: these years, you know, like who was she? So yeah, there is, and there was that hesitancy because, you know, even when the book was finished, I found myself a lot of times going back and saying, oh, I need to tweak this or I need to, you know, change this or I need to add this. And God was finally just like, you don't need to do another thing. It is ready to be released. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had to just like, okay, God, put on my big girl panties and we're going to go out there and we're going to release this to the world for mm-hmm. all the world to see but even in my heat my prayer time though about releasing it coast Tam, god has given me a sense of peace so it's not so much about me anymore it really is not like i that's i'm good. so glad to be able to share my journey but it's really about the people who are going to be helped as a result of what god led me to share so mm-hmm. I, I i really have gotten over myself so to speak yeah <laughs> so to speak yeah good. Yeah. It's not about me anymore. It's about, I just want to help people. I really just want to help make people's life better in hopes that, you know, someone out there would be inspired to share their own story and then also be inspired to um, heal um, and not allow their emotional trauma to hinder them from being, you know, who God has destined them to be. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, you you mentioned that you just want to help people. I think it's important for our audience to have a a view of of what that looks like. So what I know about you is that the book is just one piece of the puzzle of how you help and and how you serve. So it it really is just an extension, right? Of the other things that God has placed in you, how you have been gifted and the skills that you've developed over time. So talk to us a little bit about the other ways that you help people move forward with their
1: Sure. So I am another, along with writing this book, I've also recently, um, last year, um, on my 51st birthday, decided to pursue business ownership full-time. That is no, that's been another lifelong dream for me. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I grew up um, watching my grandfather, who had um, an elementary school education, raise nine children as an entrepreneur. He owned a community grocery store. He was a farmer. He raised produce. Um, should, pretty much did it all. Most gentle man you ever want to see, but he had such a quiet strength. And he would always, I would just kind of trail behind him all the time and just watch him have such a joy. And the things that he did was labor intensive. So you know, I would watch him garden, um, you know, hurt, you know, do stuff with cows and chickens and pigs, and it was labor intensive. And he worked from sunup to sundown, but he was so joyful. Mm -hmm. And so watching him, I was like, I want to have my own business one day you know, and that was something that was birthing me from a child. But again, it was also something that I had allowed self-doubt to make Nobody's going to want to, you know, hear from you. Nobody's going to want to frequent your business. You know, nobody's going to believe in you enough to have your own business. So I worked from the time I was 17 until the time I was 51. Um, Always felt led to have my own business, but never had the courage to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, COVID hit and I worked from home for about 18 months. I want to say about 18 months. And during that time, God was just dealing with me. Like now is the time. If you can do this for other people, you've sown so much of your gifts and talents and skills into other people. Now is the time for you to do this for yourself. And so I spent 23 years in higher education. And during that time, something that became near and dear to my heart is um, strategic planning, strategic alignment, strategic management, Um, purpose alignment, and helping people breathe life into dreams, visions, and goals. So I became the person who was, you know, Vern, I got this idea, but I don't know how to make it happen. Mm. So how do I make this happen? And so it was something that I enjoyed dealing, doing, and God has given me a gift to organize, to plan. I can take a big picture thing and break it down into smaller, workable, (laughs) withable steps to make sure that you achieve those results. And I didn't really see how Those gifts and skills would serve me in a business until during that time when I was home, working from home with COVID. And God began to show me how I could use those gifts and skills to birth my own business. And so that's what I did. The day after my 51st birthday, I walked away from what I had known for my whole life and became a business owner. And so my business is Inspired Strategies. It's a business and educational consulting firm. And also we do professional development coaching. So it's basically the opportunity for me to do the thing I love, which is allowing people to share their vision, their dreams, their goals with me and me helping them to achieve them. So, you know, it's, I wanna have an online degree program. How do I make that happen for my college? Or, you know, I am currently a teacher, but I really want to be a trainer. How do I make the, you know, how do I transition from one to the other? Or I'm a pastor and I have a nonprofit, but I want to have a for-profit business. How do I do that? So, you know, those kind of things allow me to do pretty much, they correlate with what I do in my book, which is inspire people to live their dreams and, you know, go after what God has instilled in them. My business allows me to take it one step further by saying, let me show you how to make that happen.
0: Yeah, so many people need the 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 show me. So I love that you have the, the one-two punch. You can read about it, you can get inspired, mm-hmm. you can get motivated. And then when you're ready to take action, uh, you can walk alongside them to actually make yes. that process smoother yes. and easier. So yeah. Rena, let's make sure that people know how they can uh, take advantage of both of those opportunities to find the book and to learn more about what you do. Where should people go?
1: Okay. So my book is actually on my website and my website is also where you can go to learn more about my business. And that is vernamayerspockenlay.com. I know my name is really long, but vernamayerspockenlay.com. And the book is actually also for sale um, on Amazon. So you can purchase the book from Amazon or you can purchase it from my website.
0: Well, don't worry, uh, family. We'll make sure that we drop the link so that you are able to easily <laughs> find it. Uh, don't worry, uh, Verda. We'll make sure that everyone knows how to get in contact with yeah. you so that they can get the book. Um, and if they want to uh, learn more about how you can help them to reach their dreams, we want to be a part of making Definitely. that
1: happen. Definitely. Before
0: you, before you go, uh, I would love for you to, you know, you have had such an inspiring journey yourself. And I know that there are others that are in a journey too. Uh, You eventually got to the point where you had the courage with God's help to step out there and do it. Despite the hesitation, despite wondering what people might think, all of that, you, you, you were able to put your story out there into the world. But there are people that are listening to us right now that aren't quite there. They're not quite ready Mm -hmm. to jump out there with their story. What is your number one piece of advice to that person that's heard everything that you've said, but they're still holding back?
1: Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us, the challenge is always thinking that we have to be in a certain position or a certain place to move forward. And so my advice is to recognize and understand that where you are right now is where you need to be, mm-hmm. that you can make the decision to change your life for the better right now, today, without changing anything. You are enough, you are called, you are gifted, you have been prepared, you are equipped. There is nothing else that needs to fall in place for you mm-hmm. to be what God has called you to be. So take the leap, You know, forget about your own negative thoughts forget about what you've heard from other people and really, really tap into who God says you are, who he says you are, who he made you to be, who he equipped you to be. That is where you're going to have to draw your strength from. Because sometimes our own perceptions and our own thoughts will hinder us and and trap us. And so for me, I had to stop listening to myself. I had to stop listening to everyone else. And I had to just listen to what God was saying. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the catalyst. That right there is how you shift from I'm not ready to I'm going to do it is by listening in and honing into the voice of God and allowing him to give you the strength that you yourself may not have to move forward. So allow God to strengthen you, allow God to lead you, allow God to direct you, allow God to heal you and just allow God to love you. Mm-hmm. And that is where the strength to shift beyond where you are. That's where that's going to come from. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from for me.
0: Amen. Amen. As I was hearing you share that, uh, you know, Philippians 4.13 just kept ringing in my ear. Mm -hmm. If we turn the attention from, you know, who we think we are and how we think we don't measure up and and instead trust in God that we can do what Mm -hmm. we need to do through him, because he is the person that strengthens us and equips us to do it, then all things are possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just be honest. I had to be honest, Coach Tam, and just, you know, with him, because it's so funny how we don't want to tell God stuff that he knows everything. But I just had to be right. honest and be like, you know what, God, I don't think I can do this. I, I don't think I'm, you know, I I don't know that I'm ready to do this and allow him to say, my child, you are, you can, you know, lean on my strength and not your own. And that verse is, is so appropriate. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, and you can, you can. So, you know, anyone that's listening, just, just know that you are enough and you can, right where you are today, you can do what God is calling you to do. Amen.
0: Verna, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your your journey, your story, and your inspiring words. We wish you God's best as you move forward and
1: live big. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets